Welcome to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower to achieve your weight and life goals and make your mark in the world. Your host is Dr. Carla, activist MD. If you're a teen who's looking to revolutionize your health and can't wait to follow your dreams, welcome to the IME Community. So excited that you're here. It's week four, reverse your insulin resistance challenge. We're going to be a third of the way done or a quarter of the way done, which I can't believe. I'm having a blast doing this. It's all Movement Counts Fitness Week. This is super important. And by the end of the week, I'm going to teach you and you're going to have your own exercise prescription for yourself that is called FIT, F-I-T-T-E, and I'll teach you more about that soon. So, so far, I hope you're following along with the challenge. It's 12 weeks, it's free, it's for everyone. And certainly if you're a teen, 12 to 18, or a parent of a teen, go ahead and go to IME Community and join the member community because for just $24.95, you can have me as your life and weight coach and you get so much more in the content library that I keep adding to and building, building up. And you can download the IME Community exercise prescription form and sign your pledge of commitment to your exercise and fitness plan moving forward and you create it yourself um, with my support and i'm so excited to help support you so make sure if you're a teen uh, 12 to 18 or a parent of a teen i coach the parents too within the ime community so sign up please let's get going all right so we are week four all movement counts fitness like i said every week i say oh this is the most exciting week this is the most important week And this week, I'm telling you, it is so very important and it is so critical to our bodies that we move them, all right? I have a funny story before we get started and then I'm gonna lay out like every day of the week like I always do. So if you're an overachiever, you can get going on it. And so my family and I recently went to Steamboat Springs, Colorado. We go there a lot. My husband's super adventurous, my kids are too. I am not typically though I try to go along for the ride and do my best and I've been working like I said a lot on fitness and that was one of the reasons why I really wanted to work on my weight loss is because I didn't want to be just lagging behind all the time and I was really noticing a disparity especially when we would travel and do things outdoors which we like to do so um, it was hard for me to keep up so anyway he signed us up to do uh, downhill biking on the ski mountain which I'm like I'm a decent bike rider, but I've never mountain biked and I've never gone downhill biking, that's for sure. So based on my past experiences with Derek, my husband, uh, with skiing, he is an amazing skier. I am not. And um, he'll say, oh, you just have to go down this hard slope and then you'll get to the easier ones, you know, the blues and the greens, um, just right over there. But you just have to go down this. And he's done that to me so many times. And he's like, it's not hard. You know, he just has like curse of knowledge or something like for him, it isn't hard. So he just can't imagine that's not hard. And he's, he's learned the hard way (laughs) not to do that to me anymore. But anyway, so I was a little bit hesitant, not really trusting him. I'm like, did you ask if it's for all ages? Did you ask if it's for all skill levels? And 
He's like, yes, they reassured, they reassured, they reassured. So we go there and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing these very fit people, these little kids, you know, getting all the gear on. So we get all the gear on. I'm like coaching myself, self-coaching is the bomb. It's awesome. And I was like, you can redecide, Carly. You can redecide. It's fine. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. You got this. So putting the helmet on that squeezes your cheeks like this and, you know, elbow pads and gloves and and knee pads and, and, you know, all geared up. And we go out with our guide, Evan, who's a super fit young guy. And um, shout out to Evan, he's super nice. And my family loved him. Anyway, so he's like, we're gonna go do some skills training out here on just like the ski base, like just right on the concrete, no problem. With some little cones, you know. And so he's like, okay, so you're gonna have to be standing up the whole time. You're gonna, if you lock the brakes, you're gonna go forward and tumble down the mountain. And he's coming up with like 20 different, very scary scenarios that I was like starting to like, not hyperventilate, but getting kind of close. So then, so you have to keep your pedals level. You have to stand up. He's like, you're really gonna feel that burn, that lactic acidosis in your um, legs as you're coming down and standing up and going around those steep, you know, turns. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then, and then to for some of the steeper parts of it, you have to move your move your butt like way behind the like while you're holding on to the handlebars, you move it. You like sit down like behind the actual bike seat, and I was like, oh god. So I was like doing that, and he was like, good job, good job. And then it came to the when you actually land and like make a stop, and there was like four sequence of events so that your bike does and you don't go down the mountain when you make a stop and there was like a sequence of events and I literally can't even remember them and so I was like I'm this isn't gonna work for me because I was starting to get like scared and I was and it was just like a natural feeling I wasn't indulging in it at that point it was like this isn't going to work for me. And then I thought about my kids getting hurt in front of me and I was just getting really nervous. So, um, I said, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go. And then my family started making fun of me when I decided not to go, that I was sitting there giving tips to all of them. So they were like, mom, you didn't even go. And then you're like, okay, good job. Good job, Audrey. Good job, Catherine. Good job, Andrew. Anyway, critiquing them. Um, so I decided, I redecided, which you can do. That's a really cool life coach skill that I'll teach you all, especially if you join the member community because it's amazing. Okay, so I redecided that I wasn't going to go and I managed my mind just fine. And my mind was offering up a lot of things and making it mean something. And then, you know, I got a lot of amazing walking in and I went back to condo I went back up to meet my kids when they were done and and my husband of course went down three times and the kids went down twice and when I pick up the kids my kids are 20 almost 18 and 15 so it's not like they're little kids and they know their way around the mountain they didn't meet me we just happened to meet up at the same time but uh, my son had like what looked like a road rash like he was all just like scraped up his neck his chest everything I mean already my daughter had like bruises down her leg from it um and then my other daughter was all like she fell like 20 feet or something with her butt so I was just like oh my gosh but they were all smiling and they felt this really amazing sense of accomplishment and they loved it and then of course my husband didn't fall and he had an amazing time and a blast and 
wanted to go again the next day and anyway but we did end up hiking rabbit ears pass which if you ever go there is a six mile round trip hike and it's pretty rigorous at the top it's amazing and so i felt like an amazing sense of accomplishment and with fitness with exercise with any movement like you're going to get the same like dopamine serotonin feel good zings from your neurotransmitters and hormones that you do when you eat like a sugary food. And so that's like a true, like long-term well-being, natural pleasure reward that you get from those kinds of achievements. So I'm gonna encourage us all, like especially this week as we're moving into All Movement Counts Fitness that we focus on those kinds of wins. And we talked about that at the end of um, week three, urges, cravings, and buffers. Like what's meaningful to you? What are your actual true pleasures in life? And what's your core purpose? What's your core values? I mean, we're looking at, you know, prioritizing that and having fun and having an exciting, meaningful life and not focused on just staying in the minutia and smallness of getting our pleasures from false reward dopamine sugary zings or always doing what's the most comfortable in the moment okay so what's the what are some of the health benefits of exercise um exercise and fitness improve our cardiovascular function which is our heart and our lungs our blood glucose our blood sugars are regulated and more stable and i've talked a lot about that as we cut back on sugar that we and are addressing our insulin resistance and reversing it that we have stabilization of our blood sugar so that's what fitness and exercise will add to and help with that with our insulin resistance reversing it dyslipidemia exercise and fitness helps with addressing our high cholesterol and it helps increase our hdl cholesterol which maybe you've heard of good and bad cholesterol hdl is the good cholesterol so we look at the ratio of that ldl to hdl and so when your good cholesterol goes up and um, then that makes your ratio improve. Okay, so exercise reduces your blood pressure, which is a good thing, your risk of certain cancers. It reduces mortality rate, which is death rates, uh, reduces the need for medications often times. It reduces, if you're older, um, our risk for dementia. I'm 52, so I'm interested in that. Um, it reduces pain, so that's why I'm gonna encourage you to make sure that you're not working past injuries or putting yourself at risk for injuries and that you really are in tune and listening to your body and making accommodations and modifications and taking days of rest as you need. And it also, as we all know, we're experiencing more depression and anxiety during the pandemic, so it also reduces our um, depression fitness and exercise does so so important now okay so how much physical activity is enough and it depends on your age and so many other factors of course but as far as like a general health benefit the recommendation is that we get some moderate aerobic exercise where you get your heart rate up to about 150 minutes per week so roughly you know like 30 minutes 30 minutes a day, five days a week at least, okay? Um, for prevention of weight gain, so exercise in and of itself, we don't usually rec recommend or say that like just exercise alone without changing what you're eating. If you're overweight or struggling with obesity, you're most likely not going to see um, significant changes in your, like with weight loss if you're just addressing it with exercise alone, okay? 
if you're not changing uh, what you're eating, especially if you're looking at reversing your insulin resistance and you've had insulin resistance for um, quite a long time. But exercise and fitness is super critical for weight maintenance after weight loss, and it is super important for prevention of weight gain, okay? So if you wanna stay where you are, it's important that we exercise. If, you want, if you've reached your goal, and you then it's important that you exercise, okay? So for prevention of weight gain, we're looking at 150 to 250 minutes per week, so upping it a bit, okay? I wanna encourage you all to really stay out of calories in, calories out mentality, um, because we have the same, at least I do, and I know that a lot of us do, and we've been trained this way in our society and our culture, especially with diet culture and thinking, to almost think about fitness and exercise the same way that we think about food and dieting. So stay out of calories in, calories out, where you're just like looking at the calorie. I mean, I've done that before, I used to do that, where I'd be like running on the treadmill, and I'm not somebody who dieted, but it's like I just have a numbers brain that I just like, and I can be pretty rigid with myself, you know, and be like, oh, and you know, push myself and just like look at the number of calories that I'm burning on the treadmill rather than like focusing on the actual like movement and the achievement of, of moving my body and, and being in the moment, okay? So I want you to stay out of that mentality. I want you to stay out of weight loss thinking with exercise. So just almost like separate out the two, okay? Um, and we can't exercise our way out of an unhealthy diet. That's just so important for us to know, okay? According to the 2018 Physical Activity Guidelines for Americans, 80% of U.S. adults and adolescents, so those are teens, if you're listening, are insufficiently active. This is such important work. This is such important work. So by Sunday of this week, you're going to be able to write your own exercise prescription with my help. And it's gonna be made up of five core components, or FIT, F-I-T-T-E. So frequency, intensity, type, time, and enjoyment. Sorry about that. Okay, so what is energy expenditure? Energy expenditure is the amount of energy a person needs to carry out a physical function. That's energy expenditure. Energy expenditure is made up of resting metabolic rate, so the energy expended that when you're at rest, physical activity, which I'm gonna talk more about that, which is exercise, and then something called NEAT, which is non-exercise activity thermogenesis, and dietary thermogenesis, so resting metabolic rate, physical activity, and dietary thermogenesis, and that is our energy that we get from metabolizing our food. So the biggest difference in energy expenditure among different humans, different individuals, is the level of physical activity, which includes both what I'm gonna teach you about is eat and neat. So what we typically think about exercise and then we think, and then what we typically think about like as non-exercise activity, the daily movements of life. And that actually can be really one of the major critical factors and differences in somebody who we think is like a naturally skinny person or somebody who is like, tends to be more sedentary and struggle more with their weight, even though they're both you know, do exercise and maybe eat a similar um, diet, that neat part, and I'm gonna teach you how to increase that. 
It's going to be really important, okay? Because there's a lot of research coming out about what they call like sitting is the new smoking. I mean, so sedentary time is like a huge risk um, to our health. So we we really need to intersperse this um, throughout the day too, our activity levels, because you used to think or believe or were taught that, you know, you get your exercise in and then you can be sedentary the rest of the day. Well, now we know like that is a huge risk factor. So even if we exercise like in the morning or at night, if we're sedentary throughout the day, I mean, we need to be up and moving about 10 minutes an hour. And um, so if you get your steps in and your activity in all throughout and spread out for the day, no problem. Okay. It all, all counts. All movement counts fitness. Okay. It doesn't matter where you're starting you are an exerciser okay so what's total energy expenditure and a rule of thumb breakdown formula for components of total energy expenditure is 70 percent of our totally 70 percent of our total energy expenditure is our resting metabolic rate plus 20 percent physical activity plus 10 percent diet induced thermogenesis so that's from metabolizing our food, okay? So 70 is just our resting metabolic rate. 20% of our total energy expenditure is our physical activity. That's what we can really change, right? And 10% is our diet-induced thermogenesis. So what are the energy expenditure definitions that I was teaching you about? So EAT is exercise activity thermogenesis which is planned, structured, and repetitive physical activity with the goal to improve our health. That's our main objective when we're doing EAT, okay? And then NEAT is non-exercise activity thermogenesis, and not all physical activity is exercise, and did you, did you know that even, okay? And NEAT includes common daily activities like walking, standing, instead of like sitting at your desk, um, climbing stairs instead of taking the elevator, the escalator, and um, you know, like the fidgety people, <laughs> you know, it's like they're never, they never stop moving. Um, those are people who have a lot of meat and they burn extra calories during the day. They burn like an extra like 150 to 500 kilocalories uh, per day of energy expenditure on top of it and can really uh, make a huge difference. So, you know, the main thing that I'm teaching you all is how to be like intentional about this, okay? Let's be intentional about that 20%, okay, of our total energy expenditure that we we can show up for and that we can put attentional focus into and be intentional about and change, right? Okay, so I want you to get started, um, depending on where you are and your level of activity now, with low or maybe even no impact activities. And then you're gonna make modifications as needed. So maybe you need to sit down for exercises. That's not a problem. You're doing it. All movement counts fitness, okay? Awesome. Focus on low impact or no impact movement, balance training, and maybe strength training is where you wanna start. That's super powerful, okay? I want you to work in rest days. Um, to restore yourself and you're just gonna have to listen to your body to know like how often you want to start Maybe you want to start working out like doing more activities like three days a week Maybe you want to do two maybe you want to maybe you're not doing anything and maybe you want to try I mean, I want you to do more than one uh, So get in some sort of a daily intentional habit um, But you listen to your body. Okay, your body may need days off to heal and rejuvenate 
and there's no timeline and there's no summit and there's nothing going wrong, okay? Daily intentional practice, showing up for yourself, practice self-compassion, don't mobilize your inner critic, self-judge or shame yourself, okay? Don't mobilize that negative self-talk or that inner critic if you need to take a break. There's nothing going wrong. I want you to set realistic goals for yourself too. Don't go all in, all or nothing again. Set a realistic goal for yourself. And you're gonna create self-trust. I'm gonna teach you how to do that when we get to Tuesday tracking. But remember, you're worthy of your health goals. I believe in your unlimited potential to create any result you want, okay? I have your back and I'm here with you. And this week I'm doing all this too with you. So that's probably why I'm so, so super excited because it's always all about us, right? Yay, okay. I wanna tell you to be compassionate with yourself, okay? It's critical. It's critical for any goal, okay? And you cannot hate yourself to a fitness goal. You cannot hate yourself to a weight loss goal. You cannot hate yourself to reverse your insulin resistance. You will stay stuck. You will move backwards if you are self-loathing and self-judging and shaming yourself. It just doesn't work, okay? And you get to choose to let it go. You get to choose what will be more purposeful and get you to where you want to be. You get to choose that. It starts with thought awareness, okay? So you, again, when you take action, just like with changing up the food or dealing with the urges and cravings and the buffering, I mean, you're gonna experience more. You're gonna experience discomfort when you take action with fitness. Don't make it mean anything. Don't make it mean that you're not meant to do this just because you're feeling discomfort. Discomfort's the currency of our dreams, but you just are, are a curious observer and your mind's gonna offer that up, okay? And you are not those thoughts and you are not those beliefs, okay? So, ready for the week? Movement Monday. Your body was made to move. This is a seven day challenge, okay? What's your why? Don't make it about calories in, calories out, like I said. Don't make it about weight loss. What's your why for fitness and exercise? Stay out of all or nothing thinking. Stay out of waiting for the motivation to come to you. It's not gonna be served up on a platter to you. you have to create a thought that creates a feeling of motivation. Our thoughts create our feelings, okay? All movement counts. You're an exerciser no matter what, okay? Let's look at your physical activity history a little bit. And remember, your past self is only your thoughts about your past self. That's it. So powerful. So what are your successes and or your failures? Failures are only learning, right? Of previous act physical activity exercise efforts. Number two, if no longer doing routine physical activity or exercise regimen, when did you stop? When was the date of the change? What was the cause of your change? Maybe it was the pandemic. I mean, that's just been really common. Um, why? Why did you stop um, with your physical activity or exercise routine? And what are your barriers that you're, that you're coming up with in your mind to re-engaging in your physical activity and exercise? Okay, next up, what's your current level of physical activity? What's your current fitness level? Endurance, capacity, and mobility. Just put this in your own words, okay? You don't have to, we don't have to come up with anything fancy or have any definitions, but I want you to, you know, just kind of roughly get an estimate of these things. 
What's your access to locations for increased physical activity or exercise? So are you close to a gym? I mean, is it even open with COVID? Are you comfortable going there? A workplace, um, schools, um, exercise facilities like PE. I know in middle school, it's like every other day, but in high school, you know, fitness for life is what they call it here in Lincoln. It really trails off. I think you get like one or two semesters of it. Um, do you have access to bike paths, walkways, trails? So that's like your built community. Are you in a rural or an urban setting? What's the safety? So what's your access to opportunities for movement? And then what are your actual and your perceived barriers? Because actual barriers and the perceived ones can seem very real, right? to increased physical activity. So a lot of that we talked about beliefs, they get in our way, beliefs about our past self with weight loss, changes in our eating. How important it is, is it that I, on a scale of zero to 10, how important is it that I increase my physical activity and exercise? Um, how confident am I on a scale of zero to 10 that I can change my, that I can increase my physical activity and exercise? Okay, that's Movement Monday, Tracking Tuesday, Know yourself. Do you need an accountability partner? Don't count calories burned unless you're already doing this or if you've managed your mind around it, okay? Because I really wanna keep us away from that diet thinking and weight loss and exercise because it just keeps us in this rigidity. It's no fun, okay? And it's, it's, it doesn't evoke PEA. I've talked with you about that before. Positive emotion activation. Okay, are you working towards a goal, like walking a marathon a week? I did that last summer, that was awesome, that really helped me move, okay, every day. Are you getting your steps in on the daily? Is that a goal for you? Are you, and you don't have to do 10,000 steps, you don't have to, you know, get there today. Uh, you don't have to go from walking 1,000 a day to 10,000. Um, it's, it's whatever you wanna do and what's a realistic number for you. I want you to create self-trust by documenting the evidence that you're moving, okay? That's how you, you're creating evidence, okay? So when your mind offers up other evidence and look at all the times that you failed at this and you didn't keep it up, and then you have your own evidence of self-trust that you are showing up with integrity to keep a goal and a promise that you set for yourself. So the ways that you can track your progress is you can do like a written or electronic daily activity log you get to choose, right? Whatever you want. You can have a pedometer, accelerometer logs, um, dynamic training me metrics, wow. Miles run, lap, swum, etc. So you're looking at your distance. Um, and then resistance training metrics are things like number of reps or sets that you're doing. You can measure muscle circumference. Uh, check out these guns, just kidding. Uh, that's that ain't happening for me I don't measure those um, but you know it's up to you you get to do what you want I don't have I used to have a Fitbit it stopped working but um, I really like that I also get into like really kind of like rigid thinking I mean it really helps me but then it just depends on where I am with my mind so you just decide and like my husband loves his Apple watch I may get one I don't know my fitness coach was like get an Apple watch and I'm like I don't know I don't need it but I might, who knows? Okay, percent body fat measurements is another thing to measure, but I mean, most of us aren't doing that at home and we don't 
need to go to the doctor and most doctors aren't doing that e either in their offices so who cares and especially if you're a teen who's listening I don't want you doing that okay Wednesday wisdom let's nerd out on this so what's your target heart rate this is really important you can also follow this and that and to see how, you know if you're making getting some traction in with your target heart rate okay check your resting heart rate that's the number of times your heart beats in one minute when you're at rest so a good time to do that is in the morning right when you get up okay before you've had any caffeine <laughs> um and you've had a good night's sleep too okay your maximum heart rate is just roughly i mean it's a rough um, formula 220 minus your age 220 minus your age the American Heart Association has a really nice table so you can look at that it's I think it's heart.org and it shows target heart rate zone during moderate intensity activities um, that's around like 50 to 70 percent of your maximum heart rate okay so for a 20 year old um, target heart rate, so most adolescents too, a target heart rate is 100 to 170, and then it's going to be lower for us older people like me. Um, if you're just starting out, well, it's not going to be below 100 though, so anyway. And if you're just starting out, aim for the lower range of your target heart rate zone, so more like 50% of your max heart rate and then just gradually build up over time and so what I do is I just check it like I don't have since I don't have an Apple watch or anything that's monitoring my heartbeat heart rate I uh, I just check it like I just check my radial pulse every once in a while and then I'm like oh I need to take a break and check my pulse and my heart rate's always up there so hey I have more work to do <laughs> Yay! Okay, Thursday thoughts. Time for a Thursday belief upgrade. Ready for this? So there's nothing going wrong if you're uncomfortable when you're exercising. You can take a break when you need to. Practice self-compassion. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't make it mean anything about you or start believing what your brain is offering up. Thoughts like, see, you're not meant for this. And I put that in quotes because this is an actual quote from my inner critic brain. That's directly from my brain is exercising. Okay, a belief is a powerful thought that's on a loop in your brain that you most likely have never challenged, okay? Remember, thoughts are optional. Here's my thought rainbow, which my kids make fun of. They're like, you make, you play with um, stuffed, uh, rainbows and avocados and stuff a thought is a rainbow it just comes and it goes it's a cloud going by it's a sentence in your mind and a belief is the same right and you are not your thoughts and thoughts are optional you don't have to keep choosing it okay if it doesn't serve you so my fitness coach Teresa Henderson she's awesome if you're midlife like me she's an amazing life coach and personal trainer so check her out so I worked with her for about eight weeks and she did this really cool thing called a belief upgrade. So it's like, what are my beliefs about myself and fitness? I want you to ask yourself that on Thursday and do a belief upgrade. So here's an example of one that I worked on with her. No, um, I'm not an athlete. It just kept coming up. I'm not an athlete. I'm not an athlete. I was a number zero on the basketball team when I was um, younger and I earned every bit of that number. I deserved that. 
Um, and my mom would say, oh, Carla's just timid. She's timid. And I'm not a timid person as anyway, you know, I mean, like start all this stuff and do all these things and put myself out there. Um, like by nature, I'm not a timid person, but I, I kind of was then. And I just thought I'm not an athlete. And, um, anyway, my upgrade though, was my body was created to move. I'm an active person. So, I mean, my body was meant to move and I am an active person. Yeah. And I love to be active. So that's, that's a belief that I get to choose that. I get to create that for myself. And I wrote that for myself. And then that's more motivating. Our thoughts create our feelings. It's not the circumstances, okay? It's not whether I was a number zero. It was my thinking about it. Okay, Friday fitness fun. Try something new and challenge yourself. You won't know unless you try it. Don't you hate it when your parents say stuff like that? Your mom, you don't know unless you try. Well, ooh, I tried and I hate it. Well, maybe you will. Maybe you won't. You won't know unless you try. You may love it. And you get to choose what's fun for you. Why would you do things that are grueling and that you don't think are fun? Don't do that. Find a friend, maybe. Try new things. Try new things out. You can keep it simple, like a new walking route, going to a new park, trying Zumba, trying boxing. One of my friends asked me to go to boxing. This was a while ago. And it was awesome. It was fun. It was hard. But it was really fun. Okay. Saturday success. Increase your neat. We talked about this a little bit before. So let's focus on activities that you're doing around your house and your yard and running errands or wherever you're going. And just make sure you're moving throughout the day, not just at one time if you're exercising that day or if you're even if you're having a rest day and not exercising that day, um, not doing anything like moderate to vigorous um, aerobically and getting your heart rate up but you still need to move throughout the day we all need to like have the activities throughout the day so NEAT is non-exercise activity thermogenesis it's an acronym and not all physical activity is exercise and it's um, NEAT is energy expenditure not typically considered physical exercise so that's like standing instead of sitting at the desk um, walking um, stair climbing, um, fidgeting, cleaning. I wish my kids would do more of that cleaning. I should do more of that. Singing, which I don't know why they have that down as neat, but you know, maybe some people stand up and sing. And other activities um, or daily living. How about let's get physical, physical. I don't think that's about fitness. Okay, so increase your neat by taking the stairs instead of elevators, park farther from a destination. Monitor your number of steps per day with a pedometer. I mean, you get to choose, but just be mindful. Mindful movement throughout the day, mindfulness. Check in with yourself, get internal, mindfulness. Just do it, just do it. You're gonna increase your ability. I like going upstairs fast. I don't know what it is about it, but I do. Now we're ready for Sunday strategy. So you today you're gonna write your own exercise prescription. And it's based on those components, uh, FIT, F-I-T-T-E. Okay, frequency, intensity, time, type, and enjoyment, or make it fun. Okay, so aerobic activity. 
So what's the type of exercise that you've decided on? And I put just down on this prescription form, Diami Community Exercise Prescription Form, walk, jog, swim, bike, elliptical, you can do aerobics class, whatever, you can fill it in. Whatever your type of exercise you're doing, it all counts, okay? Frequency is days per week. So it goes from one all the way up to seven. And you choose, like I said, set a realistic goal based on where you are now. What's your intensity? Light, moderate, vigorous. Again, make modifications, accommodations if you need to. You're just building up. There's no timeline and there's no summit. Time is minutes per day. So 10, 20, 30, 45, 60, you get to decide. You just want to get that time in throughout the week. And the main thing is, is that, you know, there's no magic to that. So you don't have to go from zero to, you know, 150 per week or 250 per week or whatever your goal is. I want you to just gradually build up over time and that's going to make your goal more sustainable. Okay, that's time. And then make it fun or the enjoyment level is, are you, you know, adding music? Do you have a buddy or a friend? Are you dancing and moving? Are you going to a fun class? I know with COVID, this is really hard or people don't have access um, to getting there, um, but these are just ideas, okay? Getting outside, of course, is fun. Trying a new trail. I mean, the reality is like we can all stay stuck in feeling like we don't wanna try these things and it's too much, but life is too short. I mean, we have to get out there and start taking action and start moving and start doing safe things and being outside is safe. Okay, so I really, and listen to music is safe. And so let's, let's do it, let's do it. Okay, so are you gonna add in strength training? And if you're a teen, I mean, this may be something that you're not ready to do. Some of you do this in um, PE class. Um, some of you do this with sports if you've participated in those. Um, don't go all in, make sure that the form is good and may need some help and support from a professional person to do this, but muscle strengthening is recommended, um, maybe moderate intensity a couple days a week. So um, not all activities obviously require going to a gym. You can just use resistant band, resistance bands at home or just do body weight exercises using the, using the weight of your own body. You may not be ready to do these, but like push-ups or lunges, planks, squats, jumping jacks, just as you're able to do, okay? And you can do some of these things sitting down, obviously, if you need um, lower impact. Don't hurt yourself, don't injure yourself. This isn't about that. This isn't trying to push yourself past um, the point of being comfortable, okay? It's one thing to be breathing hard or to like feel a burn, but then if it's like pain, that's, that's not gonna work, okay? And obviously making sure you're stretching before that. That's why like yoga and doing some stretches like that um, and obviously before and after um, you're exercising, make sure you're stretching out uh, is so important, okay? And then in the exercise prescription, we have the NEAT or the non-exercise activity time, which we have talked about is super important, okay? Are you in a park farther away or if you're a teen and you don't drive, convince your parents to park farther away from an entrance so you can walk a little bit longer? I mean, it all adds up, it matters, okay? Um, it's just really a philosophy, okay? You're just being intentional. Take the stairs instead of the elevator or the escalator. Stand instead of sit. Um, set a steps per day goal. Um, and again, be realistic, okay? 
And what are the other ways that you can increase? You know, I'm doing yard work. I just moved my daughter into college and we did a lot of neat. Uh, let me tell you, this last weekend, moving stuff in, doing tons of laundry, um, putting Ikea stuff together. Um, we're actually pretty good at it, especially her. Shout out to Catherine, she's so awesome. Okay, and then I want you to sign after you've determined your um, exercise prescription, then I have a little signature of commitment on here and I put a little type signature of mine in there and I want you to sign it for yourself because that's your accountability for yourself, okay? That is a lot. This is a long podcast for me. I'm so excited. It's important work. You're worthy of your health and fitness goals. You got this. This is going to help you reverse your insulin resistance challenge. Or this is going to help you reverse your insulin resistance. This is going to get you there. So week five of the reverse your insulin resistance challenge. Get ready to feel your emotions for week five. So important. Again, I'll probably say this is the most important week. Okay, so get ready. Make sure you show up on TikTok. TikTok lives. Watch the daily videos on TikTok. Follow IME at IME community on TikTok. Subscribe and like the YouTube video channel of IME community and Apple and Spotify IME community podcast. Please share with everybody. Get on my email list. Get the make it fun to get it done challenge. Parents get ready. We're going to be I'm really going to be leveling up for parents and reaching out and supporting you all and um and your teens and I'm so excited and please you know you get me as a life and weight coach and you get access to this amazing content if you just go to join the community on my IME community website you get your own Kajabi member login it's $24.95 a month it's amazing value it's worth well over $350 a month and I just made it accessible I've been doing this work for a long time I want to get it out to as many teens as possible help as many teens reverse their insulin resistance and achieve their life and health goals. I don't want their weight or their health to even be anything that they have to sit and worry about. I want them to, I want you to follow your dreams. That's it. I want you to be free to follow your dreams. And I always have your back and I will always support you and believe in your unlimited potential to do that. Okay. All right, let's go. Let's go. It's going to be hard work this week. But we can do it. See you for week five. Thank you for tuning in to the IME Community Podcast, where self-love is your superpower. The content of this podcast represents the opinions of Dr. Carla Lester and is not intended as, and shall not be understood as, a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. The opinions shared reflect the host and guest and do not represent an organization or medical group. Always seek the advice of your physician or therapist if you have concerns about your health. And please, like and subscribe to the IME Community Podcast. Share IME with your friends and go to imecommunity.com to join the member community. Don't forget to follow IME on social.